projects. Uh, one of the things that I was uh, that I wrote in the agenda this evening was, is it me or was it really conspicuous in its absence to have nothing about 349 in either of those uh, that the uh, NPRM or the AMPRM? I'm curious if their objective right now is to sort out the 107 commercial, you know, so that that, you know, package delivery and all that kind of stuff can make some headway. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, my, and my thinking is they've got a DJI executive on the drone advisory committee. So if you if you read uh, you know, the two documents, it's like, well, this is ideal for DJI. Yeah, and we we definitely need some hobbyist representation out there. I, yeah. I don't think the, the AMA is cutting it for us. No, I agree. One of the things that was interesting is there is a, um, uh, they, they are pick, the FAA is picking up on the 250-gram uh, cutoff. And so there are three three categories that are described in the uh, NPRM, category one, category two, category three. And the um, I had to chuckle about the, uh, I was talking to Chad about this a little earlier, um, the amount that they have, the FAA has, I think, cleverly established a kinetic energy uh, threshold for category two and three. And so for a category two, uh, they have an 11 foot pound um, threshold. And let's see, what was the, uh, was 59 foot pounds uh, for Europe. But that that equates to a, a one pound uh, drone hitting you at 20, seven miles an hour so brisk but uh you know pretty tough to slow a uh, a one one and a half pound drone down to uh, 27 pounds particularly if it's falling out of the sky from any height but it is it's clever it's to me it's clever from the and they encourage you know they're the community i don't know if you've had a chance to to read the uh, 206 page document, but they're, you know, they say, well, you know, you know, obviously you need to slow the thing down. So we either need to put speed limits, you know, electronically on these devices or come up with some type of uh, device that slows the descent down, a parachute, whatever. So it, it's, um, it's a pretty high bar from a, to me, from a, an engineering perspective, but, uh, it's a, you know they're putting something forward and I, I got to applaud them for uh, trying to solve the problem uh, without being uh, crazy restrictive. Okay. One of the things I think that's happening is the Commercial Drone Alliance. They all have on their member list these companies that provide these types of technology. So one of them would be uh, transponders. Another one would be parachutes for drones another one would be um oh i'm trying to think of the other one but there's if you go to their webpage and you actually explore the companies mm -hmm. um they're all 
uh, companies that provide these types of technologies. So it's almost like a lawmaking for profit kind of endeavor, it feels like. Mm -hmm. um, and that is definitely sketching me out. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Washington, right? What is it? Uh, they probably just business as usual. Yeah, 80% of uh, laws today are written by lobbyists. Um, Commercial Drone Alliance, is that the organization, Josh? Yeah, I'll pull up the web page here in a second. Okay. All right. Chad, are you with us? Okay, I see. Chad, you're on, I think you're on mute. And how about... I guess his computer's here, but he's not. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> Let's see, does he show... Yeah, yeah. Well, let me text Stephanie and see what her status is. I'm here. Uh, oh, there, there you are. Okay, great. We're worried that you that you're having microphone problems still. No, it was the app. I had to force close it and then reopen it, and oh, it was oh. just being a pain. It kept knocking me out. Turning it off and on again works every time. I know, right? And then I restarted my phone and everything was fine. <laughs> Not that. that sounds like our help desk. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so Josh must must have his computer on <laughs> on speaker. We're hearing a fair amount of uh, very fast typing. <laughs> very fast typing, I might add. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not quite a buckle uh, buckle spring keyboard, but it's uh, it's close. It sounds it's like my gaming keyboard. Ah, <laughs> there you go. It's a mechanical keyboard. Yes. <laughs> yes. That happens to type very fast too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We. Oh. In uh, I was um, uh, in a graphics organization. We uh, built uh, engineering workstations for IBM. They were uh, risk powered. Not not this was uh, when uh, risk was way faster than anything Intel had. And let's see, so this was early '90s, and we used buckle spring keyboards, and they were loud, but they were so responsive. I'm trying to think the we sold them for $500 a keyboard in good god in 1991 92 well wow. it was a it was a $50,000 seat so you know the the uh, the workstation the graphics the monitor keyboard right. that was the mid range and then there was a high end of about 100 100 and a half as in 1000 and now that same graphics is on an iPhone 6 same speed the one thing i think that amazed me was uh that i read somewhere that the computer in a or the processor that was in a original game boy you know the 8-bit game boy mm -hmm. um was something like 50 times more powerful well i lost josh 50 times more powerful than something. Or that landed on the moon. Uh, we lost you at I really 50, want to know what 50 times. 
Yeah, <laughs> Josh, we lost you at 50 times Good. more powerful than. Can you hear me now? Yes, we moon, can. I believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Apollo it's mission. Lunar. The lunar lander. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. Definitely rudiment. Yeah, we are such geeks. I love it. Okay. Um, let's see. So, thought thoughts on. Uh, so I saw the uh, more specifically the uh, the ANPRM, which is soliciting input. Uh, to me, that's something we should take a crack at in terms of. Well, okay. Should we be uh, providing responses? And maybe from a communications in the community, this is something we can say. So the FAA is soliciting uh, feedback. Here's our feedback. Uh, you know, edits and comments. And it'll. It's. Uh, it's. You know, I'm interested in in what what this group thinks because it's, you know, it's pretty dull and dry stuff. Is this something that uh, you know? How do you make this interesting? I'm not really too sure. But you know, oh, just omitting it and glossing over it, I don't think is the path. No, I think that we really need to dig into it and formulate, I think, amongst us all kind of a response. And I think AJ's got a good start on it. And um, I think that we we really need to be involved with comments and, and whatnot. And we really need to kind of publish that message and out to the community so that they can respond as well. So the more, the more power behind it, I think the message will come out clear. Good, I like it. So let's see. The we know that there's a 60-day response um, period, and we know that the document has not yet hit the federal register. So we've got 60 plus days. So if over the next couple of days we put together our opinions, um, what's a good forum to uh, to get this out and disseminated? What's a platform? Do we or maybe our Facebook page, maybe the Discord page as well, and then uh, it would be nice to. I don't know, Stymie. Can you can we formulate something and get it out on some of the pod? podcasts and and yeah absolutely streams. Um, just let me know what form you want to do it in and i'll set it up okay because uh, we have podcast um access we have uh live web streams that we can ha we have access to um also our facebook uh, plus our twitter and our instagram but what we can do is we can like the main articles or the the core of what it is for twitter and instagram We'll only post the link back to the website. Um, but yeah, I think Facebook some, will be able to engage a little bit more. Create some bullet points that you guys can use when you're talking about it you know, to foster discussion on the topic. Okay. Yeah, um, it's it's kind of hard to get people involved in community discussion anymore on Facebook. It's like everybody's just on and off. Mm -hmm. Or they get sidetracked by, you know, whatever Hogwarts house they belong to. So um, we got to we got to be creative. We got to think about that, Josh. How are, how are we going to feed the masses? <laughs> yeah, I mean, one thing we can do is we can, you know, it's it's difficult now with the website not up, but 
once it's up, we can get blog posts going and, and whatnot on there, and we can wow. backfeed that into posts and whatnot. So I think if we, you know, it might be so simple as giving a quick blurb and popping the blog post in there for further information, but um, until that's up, we, we're kind of limited. But, yeah, I mean, that would be a big, big part of it, I think. I could imagine taking just one tiny point from the whole thing and sticking that into Twitter and Facebook and soliciting feedback on it. And then, you know, a few days later, pick another small thing, see if you can get people to comment on it. That's not a bad idea either. Just kind of break it up over a couple of days. Yeah, I think that's good. We just build on what we get. And then that way we're not bombarded with uh, statistics that we've got to figure out. Like we can do it on, you know, day to day. It would be a lot easier for me. Okay, I like that idea as well. Um, so over the next couple of days, we'll uh, hopefully AJ is feeling better, and we'll uh, I'll uh, go back over uh, the document, come up with some responses, and if each of us can uh, work on this, yeah, I'll uh, dig into it this evening and see if I can't make some headway through it. Okay, okay. Uh, let's try to use um, a communicate via. Uh, Discord or Messenger, uh, and then uh, if we need to, easy enough to get together. Uh, it's, it's. Uh, I'm going to be uh, snowbound uh, Sunday, that for sure. Oh, um, lovely! <laughs> I'll be available Sunday too. So <laughs> okay. Well, I'll make sure that I'm available Sunday since everybody else can, because I hope we're All not right. getting any snow. All right. Yeah. If anyone's a uh, a football, American football fan, and I know Sunday is, uh, they'll be interested in watching the two games. But we'll see how that, uh, how this goes. Uh, then from there, we'll figure out how we, uh, I, I really like, Dan, I really like your idea, you know, a little, a little you know, one idea at a time, get some feedback, I mean, certainly communicate that this is, you know, one of whatever, you know, we'll come up with probably six, seven, eight key ideas that we want to, you know, we can get across the key points. So this is, you know, one, one of seven, one of eight, two of eight, whatever. Okay. Um, that's real. Uh, so it, 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 certainly the benefit of uh, having the time to read it was, uh, I felt it was important, and uh, um, the the larger document, the ANPRM, is what twenty six or so pages, twenty some odd pages. Um, so that's pretty easy. The uh, the other document over the safe flight of uh, of people and flying at night was two hundred and six pages. So that was a little tougher. And that one, uh, it appears that you know. Um, I'm not quite sure. I think it there when it gets published, um, it may not be up for comment. Is the difference between an NRPM and an ANPRM? I'm still learning. So we'll. we'll yeah, I'm not sure. It, it's like uh, I don't know if the advance notice is different from a regular. NPR. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Um, along those lines. Um. AJ pointed out that the uh, I think that was in a in in a note in the uh, in Discord that it, the FAA stated that they will 
uh, they will uh, establish the regulations for uh, remote identification and one other, and then they will uh, institute uh, this uh, fly safe over or fly over people plus fly at night uh, regulation. And the uh, there there was a I found a link in the on the FAA site um, that described uh, all of these various um, uh, documents going out. And so the schedule for the RID one was uh, May 21. Uh, Josh and uh, Stephanie, you were both talking about that on uh, on Discord. I, I guess I wasn't clear on the first uh, the way I described it at first. But to me, that that's that gives us uh, some milestones in terms of you know how slow or how fast this is uh, this is moving. Uh, it it does to me seem that there's you know no information and then poof you know they drop a 200 page document that's uh, on us. Um, there's also great uh, numerous references to this. Uh, I was going to say to the ARC uh, to uh, this ARC. Um, so this was a um, aircraft rules committee. This this must be a thing in the FAA um, because the authors of um, the larger document uh, reference this absolutely regularly, and so uh, uh, it was interesting. So that that would be another um, uh, group to get to get a hold of. Um, the other is the uh, Drone Advisory Committee. Um, you know, I did uh, submit Chad's name for that. And uh, on that, if you search on DAC for the, um, under FAA, there are minutes to the July 2018 meeting. And there are um, extensive description of um, personnel in the FAA, who's doing what. And so it's, you know, it doesn't, it's not, tremendously clear, but uh, you know, it's part of our detective work. We now, out of that, um, those minutes, there are probably 20 names and they, there is an org chart, which is, of course is of inf infinite value when we're trying to figure out who does what to whom in the FAA. So I'm wandering a little bit. Um, so um, the, N A the ANPRM, we agree we should respond. We'll work on that over the next couple of days. I like Dan's idea, a couple points at a time. Potentially, we get together on Sunday. Anything else on that topic? And I'll, I'll shut up for a while. Stephanie, I, I, I told my wife about your, your comment. That was essentially, we knew Dave was on mute because he shut up. <laughs> oh, no. she, she she laughed she she really enjoyed it that's awesome <laughs> all right okay um uh communications so i like the uh the thoughts we had um on the safety guidelines, I like the uh, the bullets, uh, the three bullets that we developed plus the catch line. Uh, anything we should be doing now, and in fact, this may, uh, as we as we work on the ANPRM response, uh, we may we might uh, be thinking about, ooh, this would be a good uh, a good place to drop the uh, the bullets to talk about the guidelines. So, anything we need to do. 
this evening in terms of what is it that we need to uh, to get done in order to um, is, uh, put a card together, put uh, 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 format the words, get it uh, get it uh, onto any one of our uh, the plat communication platforms, or is this a yeah, we probably should wait until we have the website uh, up and live because it's it's all about drive to the website. I vote wait because th that is the point is to drive traffic to the website. And if we're not live yet, yeah, um, yeah, we we could we could possibly be embarrassed just because yeah. lack of information there or lack of uh, content for people to go through. Okay. I vote, I vote wait. Josh, do you have a view? I think, um, uh, sorry, um, I'm dropping stuff in the chat here. Um, I'm, I think we should wait as well. Um, I think we can get all those cards put together and uh, um, I just need to drop them in a Word document and get them squared away. But um, we can get those put together and ready. And then uh, when we're ready, we can uh, get those printed and uh, go forward from there. It shouldn't cost too much, especially if we go through like Vistaprint or something like that to get those printed up, I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, we just need to figure out where where do we want to send them? Um, do we want to send them to you know, a central place and then disseminate them from there? Um, and where would that central place be? Because um, these are going to be a physical item that we're going to have to you know, ship out kind of thing. And how right. are we going to do that? Right, yeah. Stuffing uh, envelopes, I can I can see it now. I'm, I'm joy, up for joy. it. I'm up for it. Um, uh, well, you know, leg work in the beginning is uh, is a requirement. I um, I'm in. Absolutely. All right. Um, agreed. Stephanie, any updates on merchandise you wanted to provide the team? <clears throat> Are you on mute, Stephanie? I was. I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> I got I think I have to uninstall and reinstall the app on my phone. That's what I'm gonna. But I'm gonna do it later. Okay. What was the question? The question <laughs> was: Did you want to provide any update on mer on the merchandise story? No, not really. I'm still looking into white label um, things, like I talked to you about the other day, um, mm -hmm. because otherwise we're not gonna be able to do any. Um, add-ons for shipments. I'm so sorry. I have a very angry schnauzer right now. No um, so I'll be quick. Um, but yeah, so I, I still need to look into that. The the options are leaning toward you already have to have a Shopify store and these are the plugins for um, that print on demand and stuff. So I'm still kind of sorting that out. But we're still go with Teespring. Um, as soon as I get some new vectors from Josh whenever he has the chance, I'm gonna throw some new stuff on there and do some uh, some designs from that as well, like Josh and I had talked about. Okay. Um, Any feedback from the artists on the, the second wave of uh, artwork? I don't even know. Okay. I've talked to a couple, um, two that I know that I can depend on. The other ones are getting kind of flaky. Um, mm -hmm. But so I've got I've got that, and then I've got to get in touch with the guy about the challenge coins. As well, that was my other thing. Okay. That I have to get 
And, yeah, I'll have uh, that bar. Did... If we hang out on Sunday, I'll have that by Sunday. Okay. Okay. Did you see um, uh, J.R. Pellegrini's um, T-shirt that he uh, did for us in Quad Box? He's, he's I now, did. He's now put that up on um, uh, on Teespring, which I'm yeah. delighted. Yeah. He's, Everyone... he's pretty talented. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thrilled that he'll uh, that he'll want to work with us in some manner or fashion. His, uh, right on. Photography yep. work is as good as his uh, his artwork, and is as good as uh, he is a person. He's uh, he's a, a lovely lovely person. He is. He's absolutely wonderful. Okay, I think that's good. Good on merchandise. Other? Did I hear a? <clears throat> did I hear Josh about to about to say something? Nope. Nope. I'm okay. good. Sorry. Forgot. Okay. No. No. No problem. Um, board of directors organizational meeting. Um, I learned that we do not have to wait for 501c3 approval uh, to hold the organizational meeting. And so I'll, uh, I'm going to schedule our first board meeting. Um, and this, the, um, I want to break the agenda into two pieces. Um, there are two board members that uh, I really want to hear from. One is uh, Jeff Thompson. The other is Tim Nilsson. Jeff Thompson is the CEO of Red Cat. And if uh, Red Cat, as you may know, is a uh, risk-based flight controller, as in risk processor. Uh, they, they're, they've ported uh, Betaflight over to it, and they're using blockchain to uh, create a secure um, uh, data file. They're too, too secure a uh, the file, uh, image and video files on the device. <clears throat> we can talk about uh, uh, the uh, market of validity or usefulness of that, but uh, that's what uh, he's doing. Jeff's a successful guy. He's got a group of programmers um, uh, that affiliate, they're affiliated with the University of Mayaguez in Puerto Rico. So uh, a, a doer and a, and a uh, a mover and shaker in the industry. And Tim Nilsson, as you may know, is the CEO of uh, Get FPV. So my thought is, is that I want to get through the approvals uh, quickly. It's uh, effectively, and we want to, I want to send out a pre-read once we have a date. Uh, and so the idea being that, you know, gentlemen, you've had a uh, an opportunity to uh, read the material uh, any discussion, all in favor, aye. And we need about three of those, so that's probably 10 minutes. And then I want to line up Chad to have a, uh, uh, to talk about where we're going. And uh, I want to structure uh, his comments. Uh, and I, I've asked him to, you know, we'll keep it to 10 minutes. And then we want to listen a bit uh, to um, Tim and to Jeff. And this is as much selling as uh, as anything. So we want to make sure that these guys understand that we're organized. Uh, we've got um, uh, I, uh, a, a, a plan and we've got uh, uh, an idea of how we can uh, take this on. So they walk away with the notion of, oof, this is, uh, this, you know, this group is, uh, is going to go. You know, we want, you know, to build some enthusiasm. Part of it is we very much would like uh, both of those uh, CEOs to contribute some money to uh, uh, FPVFC. 
uh, Jeff Thompson uh, committed some six, eight months ago to that, and hopefully we get Tim to uh, contribute uh, some cash as well. Um, the idea then is that the moment we see uh, we have approval from uh, 501c3 with the organization completely uh, legit and uh, approved by the board of directors uh, would be a go to uh, launch the website and, and get cracking on merchandise and go public and start operating. Thoughts or questions or comments on that? Sounds fantastic. Right. Yeah, I sounds great. I can't wait for that. All right. And and Stephanie, you, as I said the uh, the words coming out of my mouth, I was uh, I was thinking about it, and it's and I said, yeah, we'll be talking to the uh, the men on the board of directors, and I, it occurred to me they are it's all men. Yep. So, it's okay though. Yeah, I'm but you know, everybody honest. <laughs> so yeah, which we appreciate, and uh, you know, it's really important to me, and you know, so, um, uh, Josh and. Uh, and Dan, I have uh, um, I've mentored uh, young women for years uh, in IBM, uh, and uh, I'm a, a super advocate. So anything, you know, I'd like to carry that same spirit uh, into FPVFC. Anything we can do to encourage young women to uh, join FPVFC, you know, we want to do. Absolutely, I back you 100% on that. All right. Okay, um, I wanted to uh, pull in uh, the membership. Uh, we talked about this uh, this past Saturday. I wanted to put it into uh, into these notes. Uh, we were all on the phone. Uh, we all we all covered it. Uh, if uh, Chad had made this evening, I was going to make sure that he knew uh, what we're talking about with respect to uh, um, forty dollar adult, twenty dollar uh, youth uh, memberships, and we sized the uh, uh, potential first year. That was that all I had for this evening. Seems like I know I was rushing. I pushed through the the ANPRM. Let's see. So anything else for anyone's mind on fallout from the Canadian regulations? It's just amazing. I just I have listened to. Bruce uh, Thompson XJet uh, to a couple of his um, uh, presentations uh, on video about the Canadian regulations. I'm glad that he went, uh, he, in, instead of looking at uh, news articles, he went back to, I guess what in Canada they call it the Gazette. I think that's uh, analogous to our uh, federal regist- registry. And so that's where the, uh, uh, you know, the, the the uh, repository for uh, laws uh, in Canada. So that's what we were looking at as well in terms of downloading the the actual uh, regulations. Um, I do think that um, what really struck me as interesting is that in the um, FAA documents, they talked about, of course, category one being under 250 grams. And if you're under 250 grams, there's no other uh, restriction. Uh, they still want you to take the uh, the 107 test. And of course, if, if you fly a, uh, an FPV um, quad in, uh, or uh, FPV device aircraft in 
uh, Canada, and it's under 250 grams, there's uh, little or no uh, regulation. And that's the same clip level in the EU. So from a um, two ways, from a, a perspective of uh, pushing product, you know, to me, it's a, um, you know, put on my road to riot hat for a moment. And it's like, well, you know, we should certainly try to uh, figure out a great way to get uh, under 250 gram FPV devices out there so that uh, we can uh, optimize uh, you know, the exploitation of this category one with 107. And it'll be useful for folks in Canada. And we know that this is going to be a uh, a sweet spot in from a product perspective in Europe. And so from a view of, okay, so, you know, that's, that's where around the world we see, or at least Western Europe and North America, we see legislation coalescing around a size uh, and it also will be a, a lower price point. To me, this is something that's like, ah, oh, okay. If, if we could use that as a, a wedge in uh, FPV and with regulations, uh, that to me would be a positive. Uh, the, one of the, the uh, in the one of the first paragraphs uh, in the agenda this evening, I'm anxious that the FAA's solution to hobbyists, uh, at least FPV, uh, may simply be uh, everyone has to have a 107. And then they've satisfied the uh, 2008, uh, pardon me, 2018 reauthorization stipulation from Congress that says that the FAA has to put a knowledge test in place for everyone flying um, for a UAS. And so if they simply push uh, FPV to um, designated site flying and, and everyone else has to pass a, a 107, then to me, one of the, the, one of the responses should be, let's make uh, under 250 gram uh, universal and anything we can do to encourage uh, it to be uh, easy to use, uh, easy to purchase, easy to get up and learn, uh, try to create some level of ubiquity uh, in that device. I, I think the, the part about this that kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth is that recreational pilots don't necessarily need all the information that comes from a 107. And I think from that standpoint, I, I don't know if other people agree, but, you know, I, I honestly think that recreational should have its own test, you know, that's a little easier of a um, knowledge from a knowledge basis to get into, because I think a part 107 is really going to cut off the, you know, the younger generation, the, the, you know, the kids coming into the field and, and that kind of thing that it's going to, it's going to put a barrier up in, in my mind. But that's a great, uh, I, uh, I applaud that response because I cannot envision many 12 or 13 year olds you know, taking on a 107 exam. You know, it's just too hard, too much, forget it. You know, I got other, other things that are easier and more fun. And, you know, 
you know, sure there'll be the, you know, the, the anomaly, you know, you know, some, you know, you know, like we had one in a, a local AMA club. Uh, kids now a multi-engine pilot, and I think he's 20. Uh, you know, but but that's the those are the outliers. So I I agree with you completely. So yeah, I just think, and I think that I think you're right in pushing the, you know, it. Honestly, in my mind, it's going to be for the most part, it's going to be, you know, three inch, three inch quads and and below that are going to fall under that, mm-hmm. that uh, 250 grams unless you know mm-hmm. we can somehow just shave a bunch of weight. But even still, I have an extremely lightweight um quad that does 200 plus miles an hour but once you get all the motors and everything on there it's you know it's crest it's over that 250 mark and it's literally you know made up of all two millimeter carbon fiber Mm -hmm. yep yeah i really hope it doesn't go the way of the part 107 that i agree that doesn't sound like the great way to way to go but uh, with the 250 gram thing, someone's got to come up with a really clever, either pre-built or a frame with a the name. I don't know, some sort of a, like no rules don't apply to me or no laws or something. <laughs> the, the, the FPV buster or something, or the the the, the, the FA buster or something. The bandito. <laughs> yeah. um, and if you guys haven't watched it yet, uh, Drone and Sundry this week had a pretty good episode where they talked a lot about the Canadian uh, rules and. One of the guests on the show took the test and talked a little bit about what the test was like, even though he couldn't say what the questions were because that's against the rules. But they did talk about it a bit. Mm-hmm. Drone and Sundry? Yes. That's a YouTube channel? A YouTube channel, right. I should have okay. mentioned that. No, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm the old guy. It's okay. <laughs> Just kidding. just trying to just trying to catch just trying to keep up. Now be careful, it's a live stream. I know. I know. I know. I know. Dan, Dan's recording me. We need to we need to get you a, a secretary that just feeds you technology. <laughs> well, I'm reasonably technically adept. I know, I'm just teasing you. Yep. Okay. Um so so good. And so then I think one of our, uh, because I don't think, as, as we were commenting earlier, uh, the AMA is, you know, they're, they're completely content. Uh, you know, there's no need to, uh, uh, you know, to push uh, the FAA at this point, as long as they've got the okay for uh, recreational flight in uh, designated fields, life is good. Uh, so for us to to pursue Section 349 with its own test and to uh, keep uh, some longevity to uh, to that section of the of the bill, uh, I think that's uh, that definitely is a, uh, a a high priority objective. Yeah, I, I can't imagine being locked to a, a designated flying site. I mean. There's a couple here, but I'd have to drive to the other side of town to even get mm-hmm. there. And in Phoenix, that's a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. In Austin, Texas, it was, uh, I think, about an hour for me to go fly a model airplane. And uh, it, it cramps your style, definitely. I mean, you know, how, how frequently could, uh, could I do that with a you know, young family? Absolutely. Uh, all right. Um. Good. I like uh, I like the thought process there. Let me uh, let me take some notes on that. 
Um, talk to Chad today about uh, moving forward um, on how do we, as we uh, increase the communications, I anticipate that we'll we'll get some level of uh, of interest uh, from folks again. I don't expect a, a groundswell, but I, I'm hoping for some. And uh, propose the um, I'd like to propose the idea of uh, we come up with a couple of discussion points, talk it through. Maybe it's uh, you know, we we work on some of the um, the feedback points. Maybe it's something else. Maybe it's just this. Maybe it's uh, remote identification. Uh, and to create to create and to continue a, a dialogue and to uh, this is in in the spirit of um, yeah we've got a. Uh, uh, a recorded uh, uh, meeting. Maybe we want to keep it uh, short so that it's uh, it's um, uh, possible for folks to listen to it and digest it. Uh, and then separately, uh, we run a business meeting uh, for uh, FPV uh, FC, and that's uh, this group. Would that be uh, acceptable to, uh, to everyone on the phone? Yep. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Good to know. All right, and, and I, yeah, you know, you know, I'm a little sensitive to uh, to recording. That's just my my history, and so uh, uh, th this would uh, certainly make me happy. Uh, okay, pursue. You know, as I'm thinking about bouncing back to that uh, uh, knowledge test for rec recreational flyers, FPV flyers, um, there's no, t I'm trying to think in the AMA, there's no test. They have a, something like a um, conduct or rules of, uh, uh, code of conduct, something of that nature, which is, uh, you know, it's all about safety and uh, which is good. And it, but it also includes a couple, you know, of uh, rules, you know, no, no uh, 400 foot, uh, must fly under 400 feet. Um, you, uh, no aircraft can fly uh, without a waiver above 55 pounds. Um, no, uh, no, uh, you cannot, uh, put any uh, rockets, armament, uh, drop anything out of uh, uh, out of an aircraft, model aircraft. I mean, so it's things of that nature. So that's probably worth perusing to see if we want to uh, use that as a as you know roughly a template. Uh, frankly, I think we've got uh, some good ideas as we just look at our safety guidelines. Is okay. So. You know, is is there much more that we need to uh, quiz people on? I don't think there is, but you know, that might be a a place that I I'll go look and see if um, what uh, you know what what are some other areas we might want to want to include on a test for recreational FPV flyers. And my my obvious you know where am I where am I going with this? Uh, you know, first conversation with someone from you know who's responsible for this at the FAA would be, well, you know, you know we know and a number of us want to pursue or already have a 107, 
and you know we think a recreational uh, FPV operator uh, could get along with a lot less. And oh, by the way, here's the, the an example of uh, uh, a lot less that we've worked on and gained uh, the community's uh, consensus on. Yeah, I think I think anything we do in regards to the FAA, we need to have that conversation, but we need to have the example or the 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 solution in our back pocket to mm -hmm. to whip out. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. I I think I think you're right. I think we've got a good starting point with the the safety guidelines. I think there may be a couple of other things and and even stuff outside of flying um, in terms of like battery safety and and whatnot that we could include. Um, just you know for for safety's sake, I guess you know yeah, with all probably. the the fires I've seen and and whatnot. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I like think I like that. There's some stuff we can include there to just help protect people and and make it relevant to everything we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I see some of the uh, the lunatic things like uh, guys trying to charge alkaline batteries or uh, why do I really need a, a balanced charger? You know, I, I just uh, chopped apart this uh, wall wart and it seems to be doing just fine charging 12 volts into my uh, 1s lipo and stuff like that. And just like. My hair turns turn turns white. Er. <laughs> All right. Okay. If you guys as I start, and I'll take a look at the day two. Okay, that was my very quiet non-gamer Logitech keyboard in the background. <laughs> all right, uh, anything? Uh, that that's all I had. Did any other look glancing through the uh, the agenda or anything else on anyone's uh, mind? Um, did any of you see the link I dropped? This is going back to the Canadian stuff and in the uh, international regulations earlier this week of the Digital Drone Collective. Um, I don't know. It's a, you should no. take take a look at that website. They were soliciting some feedback uh, in, via Reddit earlier this week. I don't quite understand who they are or what they are, but some collaboration with the Canadian Transport Agency. Okay. I, I saw the note just before we signed on. I apologize for not uh, looking at it more closely. There it is, Digital Drone Collective. Yeah, it look the... The photographs look goofy. I was like, what are they, you know, now let's all sit down on a, uh, on the floor and, you know, take photographs. I was like, what a, you know, ooh. You know, yeah. I mean, they could all be wonderful, you know, you know, people accomplishing great things, but the optics were like, oh my gosh. A different style than what you're used to. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's fair. That's certainly fair. Yeah, and this is to me uh, one of our strengths. Uh, I was thinking about this uh, from the perspective of, you know, we've got, you know, definitely uh, FAA and you know the uh, you know, the bureaucracy that we'll be working with is you know, stayed to uh, you know to say it you know 
you know, nicely. Uh, and yet our FPV community is not. And, uh, you know, so to have the FPVFC having both, um, you know, leading it, I think is an advantage. There's not a whole lot of info on their site in terms of what they are doing. Um, so, also, click on where it says the word tasked is a link to a quick YouTube video about them as well. Let's see. Hidden in the first paragraph. Tasked. Oh, hey, there it is. Okay, fancy. And Not that that really gives you a whole lot more information, but a little bit. Okay, I'm going to have to dig through this and see what they're they're up to. I don't know if these people are with the new codes or against them it's kind of hard to tell. yeah i don't know they're a collaboration with the transport canada who puts out the rules and they were tasked with getting some feedback about them i believe so interesting posted a question asking you know who are you how'd you get into drones uh, where do you fly It, it came across really odd on Reddit, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's just data collection is what that is. They're they're creating profiles for people. Huh. Interesting. Let me do some digging. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Dan, for bringing that up. Anything else? And anyone? Uh... Um, you do mention the uh, in the board meeting section the agenda. Has that been posted anywhere? Or nope. Okay. Um, I I talked to. Um, did I send you a, a PowerPoint with the agenda? Yeah, you linked a two-page PowerPoint earlier in our other chat. Yeah. Okay. That's the uh, the most detail uh, that exists on the agenda. I also talked to Chad Capper today about it and got his uh, blessing to go ahead and get this done. So, Josh, I'll, uh, I'll I'd like to work with you on the agenda and um, um I, I plan a, on obsessing a little bit of, on the agenda so that uh, it's crisp, professional, and orchestrated from a time management perspective. Yes. And we'll have three CEOs on the call, you know, for an hour, so, and we don't want to waste their time. No. And you know, we're, you know, as I, I was always taught, when you've got that sort of horsepower in the room, you know. Don't uh, neglect it. We should be asking for something. So there, you know, we'll be coming up with a request. Uh, you know, if you know, for nothing, nothing. Uh, certainly, you know, for their vote and approval, um, it may be tacit that we ask for uh, donations, or you know, or we talk up uh, funding, or and, and I have no problem, you know, uh, asking for an order, uh, but we'll. Uh, you'll we'll want to ask for something, and it may simply be, um, uh, you know, that we want their participation or uh, 
certainly we need an accountant and um, you know if they if either of them know of an accountant that uh, uh, that it has experience with nonprofits or uh, you know, things of that nature Correct. and we'll also have the uh, we, we've got uh, an attorney on the board as well James uh, Mackler as Correct. part of yeah, then I think we do need to be a little obsessive about it because, <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't want to. Yeah, no, we that, won't. That could, yeah. <laughs> and I'm and I'm complete. I'm completely comfortable. You know, this this you know, this is the more stayed. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is definitely my wheelhouse. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to work my courage up for that one. So there no, you go. No, it'll be. We will. We will shine. All right, but I'll I'll be in touch. Hey guys, I'm sorry. I know I I'm I feel like a lurker. Um, I've been creeper. I joined oh. I joined the call, but then I I got a phone call, so I've I've missed a lot of it. But um, but I I am here off and on, so I apologize. Okay. Um, any any we were about to wrap up. Any comments or from anything you did here, Chad? Any anything? No, I I I chimed in or i got in early enough to see the digital drone collective um that's kind of interesting um but uh but yeah i'll just catch up on the notes okay it gets the the minutes are um you should have a link to them uh of note is uh, this past saturday we did talk about uh dues and uh we uh, pegged uh, adult at $40 uh, annual and a youth at $20 uh, annual. Mm -hmm. uh, we also talked about a, a founding uh, founding member uh, for a, a number limited to probably the first 100. And we're thinking of a $75 level and the membership that would include a, an adult membership uh, plus a challenge coin. Oh, okay. And then what... Uh, um... So what does the standard membership, are we working on what's the the offering, I guess? Right. We have to talk about that. Okay. We haven't cleared that yet. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I'm Good. glad I got to talk to you guys a little bit. Yeah, no problem. Hi, Chad. We, we, know, we, Hi. Know your, we know your day goes uh, from early to late. Yeah. Congratulations been... on Florida, by oh, the way. Oh, thanks. Well, don't congratulate yeah. us yet till we get moved in. But look, hey, no, this is just time for congratulations. Well, this thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. We're moving closer to the mouse, which means I've got to move down there now. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna be right, yeah, right by the airport, so it'll be easy <laughs> to get to Rotor Riot. You're speaking my, speaking my team. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Okay. Um, anything else around the room? I'm good. Okay, very good. Thank you all. Uh, once again, I, I leave this call uh, excited, and uh, as t as tough as a, a nine to uh, uh, to ten call is, uh, I'm really appreciative of the time and energy you all are putting in. And uh, uh, thank you again, and we'll be in touch. Thank you. And I'll close Thanks, the call. Everyone. Take care. Thanks, See you later. Bye. Bye.